0: Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life Podcast 205. Going to focus on the uh, Yamaha LCQ Challenge race. I got the winner, Josh Cartwright, and then Devin Simonson as well, who let me, uh, yeah, let me tune up his hair in an, for an entry into the race. So we'll talk to those two guys and uh, get the scoop on the race and the season a little bit and all of that. But thank you to the folks at FXR Racing. x 30 is the code to save with those guys. Did some really cool-looking gold stuff with Enzo Lopes this weekend as he won that heat race. And, of course, Josh Cartwright, also FXR rider. A lot of guys wearing FXR out there. They're sort of the privateer choice these days from the folks at FXR, and uh, whether it's uh, the uh, fully vented line they have or the uh, off-road stuff. They got fishing stuff. They got, of course, snowmobile as well. Uh, FXRracing.com for more information on that. Use the code PULPMX30 to save. Check out their casual wear. Check out everything. Uh, Thank you to the folks at FXR Racing for coming on board race tech as well pulp 23 is the code to say when you call race tech tell me listen to pulp and they'll give you a discount get the right springs for your bike get the right uh, oil bushings do all that make your bike work better for you and you'll enjoy riding and race tech can help you they also do motor work as well off-road stuff well they got it whether it's enduro cross hard enduro some other radical challenge the riders have tested and chosen race tech like cody webb cooper abbott factory shirko uh, so off-road stuff, they know it as well. Pulpamex uh, 23 is the code to say with those guys. Thank you to the folks at uh, Racetech and, uh, and FXR for happening. For coming on board this podcast. Thank you, Namira, Seat Concept, Zools Firepower, Roost, Maxis, all on board with us as well. We're going to talk to Simonson first and then Cartwright. Thank you to the folks at FirepowerParts.com, whether it's batteries, whether it's chains. They got oil now as well. They got air filters and oil filters and FirepowerParts.com, all of it. I don't even have enough time to... Tell you about everything that they have. Uh, firepowerparts.com. Go to your local dealer. Go to motorsport.com. Check it out. Great, great products at great prices and uh, privateer proven with the chains and the batteries, whether it's cade whether it's a G- GDR guys, whoever it is. Uh, Starling's using the battery right now. Check out firepowerparts.com and Roost MX for graphics. Pulp Nation is a code to say. They got a whole pulp section on their website. Pulp Nation is a code to save with Roost MX, quick 48-hour turnaround, canopies, pit shirts, custom number plate graphics, custom graphics. they got e-bike wraps, roostmx.net, and use the code Pulp Nation to save. Get your bike looking pretty good with their graphics, and uh, they can customize whatever you want as well on there. So thank you to those guys uh, for coming on board. We'll tell you more about Zool's and Seat Concepts, Namira, and every Maxis later on. But uh, for now, let's uh, let's talk to Simonson. Talk about his haircut. Talk about his race and more. And then right on to Josh Cartwright. All right. First up on the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life Podcast, a gentleman that, uh, yeah, got a haircut this weekend and got into the LCQ Challenge Race, PRMX rider Devin Simonson. What's up, man? How are you?
1: I'm doing good, Steve. How are you?
0: I'm good. Thanks for doing this. Uh, so you called the Pulp Show, and I was complaining about your hair uh, on the on the review. You called the Pulp Show and said, if you let, if I let you in the race, you will uh, agree to get your hair cut. I just don't think you knew that it would just be like not the standard haircut. Yeah. Uh, well, to
2: be honest, like I knew, okay. but I also at the same time wasn't sure what to expect.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah,
2: <laughs> I wasn't sure if it, you know if it was gonna be like super bad or like if you were just gonna maybe hook me up with a fr- like a new haircut, you know.
0: <laughs> I,
2: I like I, I told my parents I was like it could really go either way, like yeah. I don't know.
0: Yeah, no, that's a I good point. Like,
2: and then I I think I was listening to uh, it had to be the Monday show before yeah Denver, and you're like oh no the plan is to, to jack it up. Mm-hmm. Like, and then, then I was pretty like, damn it! All right, like, now I know what I'm into. You know what I mean? <laughs> right.
0: And, and the terms is you have to keep it all this week after, until after Salt Lake, and then you can cut it, and then you will get paid. Uh, thank you for being a good sport about it. I think it, I think it was pretty funny. It got you on the Supercross TV show, man. Yeah, got you some love.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. I've gotten some uh, pretty good publicity out of it. So yeah, I mean, not, it, that's obviously not why I done it. Because I really wanted just to be in the race and trying to make a few extra dollars if I could and mm-hmm. had a little bit of bad luck in it, but it is what
1: it is.
0: Yeah, 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 absolutely. I was thinking, you know, we were kind of talking about the race, right, with a bunch of guys on the show, and you were a podium talk, you know, people were throwing that yeah. around, and and that's how well you've been riding lately. So um, I guess uh, uh, let's start with that, first of all. Um, well, actually, let's go into more, some hair, more hair talk. How long had you been growing your hair uh, until I cut it? Like, how long was that to get it that long?
1: Ooh. Um.
2: Like, honestly, pretty much almost, like, before Supercross, I had it trimmed up, but I never go, like, above my ears.
1: Okay. So, like,
2: the cutoff is usually, like, below the ears, like, Mm -hmm. and then that's, you know, that's the shortest I'll ever get it. And I did it right before or my round one, which is Houston, Mm -hmm. Texas. But uh, as far as, like, having a, a shorter haircut in general, I'd say, shoot, 20, like, 14 13 maybe yeah
0: yeah okay
2: like other than that yeah it's been just below the
1: years
0: right right um well yeah it was great i loved it and uh uh, (laughs) we we are donating we're donating some of the longer stuff to locks of love too so that it actually it's a nice cause we're doing here so uh that was pretty cool i thought
2: yeah um yeah no definitely i agree
0: so let's talk about the lcq race a little bit uh I definitely seem, I don't know about you, there were some guys that were really nervous. Uh, there was a lot of money at stake. Um, you know, Cartwright ended up taking over thirty grand home from it with the win. It did seem like everyone was a little nervous about it. I don't know about you. How would you feel about the race itself?
2: Uh, well, to be honest, I didn't get a ride any last week. Okay. Until Friday. So, like, I went out for the first practice and... I I felt pretty off and I mean I don't think I was the only one as as far as feeling that way because like I talked to to my teammates and they Mm -hmm. were like dude the track feels just weird you know Mm -hmm. so I was hoping like we all kind of just felt you know everybody kind of felt that way about it and then uh uh yeah got off like to the start and I was like third or something um I got passed in by Cartwright like Second rhythm, so I was in fourth, and then uh I made a pretty bonehead move and let Freddie come up the inside of me before the double, and I chickened out, yeah, <laughs> so I didn't hit the double the first lap and I think I went to eight and then uh after the finish or after the mechanics area that tight like ninety or whatever you wanna call it, I actually uh hit Yoder and i'm the one I'm the reason why I didn't have a front brake.
0: <laughs> nice.
2: So, yeah, I ran it. In. like I I thought he was going to use, like, the higher line of the turn, and he yeah. ended up cutting down last second, and we hit. And then I did, like, a 180 right there. And then the next lap, I landed off the finish line and tried to sneak to the inside and just tucked the front end. So then I was down again. Yeah. And uh, after that, I was pretty much not over it, but over it.
0: <laughs> it. It did seem like everybody, like, was like, hey, man, there's a lot of money at stake. Like, maybe not you, but everyone was like, This us just – don't do anything dumb. I mean, Freddie went down. Freddie went Freddie and went down. I think he would have won if he hadn't. But it did seem like a lot of guys were like, man, I'm good in sixth. I'm good in seventh, right? You know what I mean? Like that type of stuff.
1: Yeah, definitely.
2: And I I wish I would have been more like that, I guess, because I was, like, just wanting to to win.
1: Yeah, like,
2: yep. That's all I had in my head. Like, I want to win, you know? So I kind of wish, in a way, like, Obviously, I would have made more money probably if I was like that, but mm-hmm. uh, I don't really regret it because if I would have won, I would have been stoked. So.
0: Yeah, no, hey, listen, it's absolutely, it's a lot of money, and, and yeah, you're going for it. Uh, nothing wrong with that. Uh, how slow did your bike feel at, at altitude?
1: Um, So
2: I, I'm not sure if this actually made a difference. but um, So I raced Saturday or Friday, I'm sorry, and I got on it, and I was like, dude, my bike feels like I raced in Altidura at uh, Salt Lake in 21 on the 250
1: mm-hmm.
2: and like i swore my bike was fast. like my 250 felt faster than my 450 did at denver yeah and i was like dude like this thing is like slow slow and again like all my teenagers like yeah dude same like it's horrible so i just kind of thought it is what it is you know and so then i raced um friday and i my mechanic actually went to go start my bike saturday morning and the battery was dead okay so puts a new battery in it it runs fine I go out for the first qualifier, free practice.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, then we whatever finished that, we're going through the tunnel and uh I cut my bike off because we gotta cut it off for the twenty mm-hmm. feet or whatever to push it through. And uh I went to start it again and it was the battery was dead again. So uh so we were kinda like, okay, something's not right, you know, and then uh ended up being the stator went out. Um so they replaced the stator. And I swear my bike got, like, it felt like 10 horsepower faster.
0: (laughs) So it was obviously going out. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Again, like, I'm not sure if it really made that much of a difference. It could have been just me. But it really felt like my bike was way faster. So
0: okay. um, Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Listen, whatever, man. Uh, I know a bunch of guys that were not happy with it. And uh, so if you felt all right with it after a new stator, then then great. Um, Three... Three 450 main events in a row for you. You switch to riding 250s for most of your career. You jump on the 450 and three in a row. Uh, really nice job on the MX team. I mean, are you, like, were you just, obviously, look, there's a ton of riders hurt. We know that. We get it. But were you, like, thinking of, man, uh, there's a bunch of riders hurt, and I can get in 450 mains and do pretty well? Or is this a thing where you just were frustrated with the 250 results? But why'd you make the jump up on Cade's practice bike, I guess? <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, honestly, uh, like, I was pretty frustrated with the 250 results. Like, mm-hmm. I I had a few good, like, races or whatever, but for the most part, yeah, I was frustrated with myself. Uh, I feel like I'm capable of a lot more in that class, but I just seemed to struggle. And then, um, yeah, Cade got hurt, so then I raced that uh, race in Arizona. Mm-hmm. And before, like, me and Julian were talking, he's like, yeah, you know, like, if you enjoy the 450 and, and we think, like, you're good enough on it, then we'll just... Stick you out there for the rest of the season on that and uh before then i never even practiced on a 450 other than in 2021 before my my rookie year mm-hmm. on supercross i trained only on a 450 mm-hmm. and then uh, when i actually signed with julian that was the first time on a 250 on supercross as well and then uh so that was till till uh, arizona that was the first time i'd rode it since 2021 and mm-hmm. uh, i enjoyed it like I felt like I rode pretty good for, like I said, riding the bikes the first time and yep. practice. And I think I got like seventh in the, or yeah, sixth, seventh in the LCQ that night. And even then, like I've never done a start on a 450, like <laughs> right. anything. And uh, I was pretty like happy. Cause even then, like there was nobody that, I mean, there was a few guys out, but like not, not as many as there is now, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I, yeah, just stoked with it. Like, I was having fun on the bike. I feel like the the power kind of suits my riding style. I can ride it a bit more like myself, and yeah, I yeah, just enjoy it.
0: So you've been happy. You've been happy the last three weeks with these mains. It's it's been going well.
2: Uh yeah, I'd say. I mean, now or what was the mutter? Um, New York, Met Life. yeah, yeah. Met Life was the first one for me in the main event, and I was pretty stoked. Like I had a good LCQ. Obviously, I won it. Yeah,
0: and yeah, that's great. That's what, like that's that. why I was complaining about your hair when you won. Yeah. It. yeah. yeah.
2: That was probably, like, my best riding of the year. Like, it, it was weird. I told um, my trainer, Craig Reese, I was like, yeah, like, dude, like, I was struggling in the heat race, but I was, and I ended up, like, I was battling for, like, 12th and 13th. At one point, like, I got slammed by Nick Desiderio. <laughs> so I was like, dude, this guy hasn't raced in five years, and he just slammed me, and I was struggling, and then <laughs> it, it was crazy, like, because then I got a good start in the LCQ, and I, like, just completely rode like a different person, so I was... I was happy with that, and then yeah. the rain came, and um, I actually I started right next to Tomac, and he out-jumped me. Go figure. Yeah. And then <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I got splashed on the start straight, and I was pulling my roll-off, like my roll-off string, and uh, it broke right off the start. Oh, so Nice. Yeah, pulled into the mechanics area first lap and completely forgot where I put my second set of goggles in my mechanics bag and uh yeah it was pretty much over from there.
0: So. Yeah, that was it, right? I mean uh yeah, yeah what do you what are you going to do uh from there? Um Yeah. But I mean, yeah, like the other ones you're just riding into them and again, you know, uh guys are out, but yeah, it's impressive, man. What uh do you find the 450 class a little calmer than the 250s? Uh yes
2: and no. Like I would s- their their first like couple laps pace. I mean I'm, I'm a little more used to it now, but like the first race, it really kind of surprised me. Mm-hmm. Um, like their first laps are pretty unreal. I mean, it's like that in the 250 class as well. yep. But yep. I don't know. Those guys are like sending it pretty hard in the 450 class, I would say. And then, uh, but yeah, they're not as like, like Cade rode behind me, I think almost like half of the heat race this weekend. Mm-hmm. And like I told him I got back to the truck. I was like, dude, like I was just waiting for you to slam me,
1: <laughs> you know, like I could
2: hear him and I was like, like I appreciate that, you know what I mean he's like, bro, I'm like, I, I'm not, like i'm not I'm not going to do that yeah. I was like, yeah like in the two fifty class if you're if you're ninth and tenth is right there behind you for five laps, like you're gonna get slammed, you know, and uh so yeah that that's probably the most surprising part out of it, I would say, yeah,
0: yeah, um and then how's the how's the extra five minutes for you like and on, on a bigger bike and a more powerful bike, you notice that or or how's that transition been
2: um so at Nashville. But obviously, MetLife was a mutter, and I was pretty much just rolling around, so it didn't really matter to me there. And I think they shortened it, but Nashville was was gnarly.
0: Yeah, like, it was sketchy. <laughs> I,
2: yeah, like I was like ten minutes in, and I was, my tongue was in the spokes to be honest. <laughs> and then, uh, but this past weekend in Denver, like even with the altitude, like I felt pretty good the whole main event. Um, I ended up landing on some tough blocks like three laps to go, and and that kind of took the wind out of my sails. But I still Dropped the lap, time back down the last couple laps. So I was pumped with that. But mm-hmm. yeah, honestly, I, I I enjoy it. Like, it wasn't too bad this past weekend. And I feel like it's just the matter of getting those first couple ones out of the way and figuring out the pace and stuff.
0: Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Devin Simonson here on the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life podcast thank you to the folks at maxis tires of course com. light truck tires trailer tires a ray running the maxis in in the supercross as well and a great mountain bike tires the com supporting their sport in a number of ways. So please check out Maxis if you can for your any of your tire needs, for really any kind of vehicle. Uh, Maxis makes it. Um, you mentioned 250 results were frustrating a little bit. Uh, look, Julian at PRMX, all of you, uh, from Yoder to you to Cade, uh, you guys have been crushing it, um, um, getting four guys in the main a lot of times. So it's a good program, but it's not a factory program, let's be honest. And, uh, you know, it, it you just, yeah, for all the reasons that we know about, is it – is it a bike issue that maybe frustrated you a little bit? Was it your riding? Like what did you feel like, oh man, like I'm riding pretty good, but I just don't have the power I need? And and again, it's not a slam on PRMX. It is what it is. But yeah, take us through maybe some of the frustrations on the uh, on the 250.
2: Yeah, I mean like I, I it's hard to say really. Like my bike obviously R250 is really good. Uh, like you look at Yoder, I mean, he whole shots i mean heat races i think he maybe even whole shot at a main event or two um
1: mm-hmm.
2: so like i wouldn't say it was a power thing maybe I, i'm a bit heavier than him as well i think he's like 150 Dude, you
0: know he's pretty small yeah
2: yeah and i'm like 180 now i think mm-hmm. um which yeah so I'm, I'm a little heavier now and it could like yeah probably was the power like for me but like i said for someone that's as light as him it's a really really good bike and mm-hmm. even for me it was good but um, yeah, I just like straight up struggled on it. Like I, like I said, I still had a few good races with it. And, um, honestly, since I, uh, had that head injury last year, like, I I feel like I'm riding good, mm-hmm. but it's hard for me to find that extra edge. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
2: just kind of like hanging it out there and not, and not like worrying about it, I guess. I think, uh, I think now I kind of, kind of think about it too much, which it's been getting better, but um, it's still like still do it sometimes. Yeah. When did you gotta...
0: cra- when did you crash? What race was that?
2: Um. So it was actually the week before um, St. Louis Supercross last year.
0: Okay. Why? Why do I have a picture of you getting carted off at a race uh, on a on the medic truck uh, truck? Maybe. Maybe. I'm, maybe I'm do off. Do you? Here. Yeah. I kind of do. I thought like last year or we red flagged the race for you or nothing. No. Okay. All right. Maybe. No. I'm, no maybe no. I'm drunk. Okay. Um,
2: no. So that was the that the head injury happened um the week before st louis and i actually um i went to the doctor right here in south carolina and they just told me like yes like concussion and Mm -hmm. just take a few days off and at the time i had just went through what i did with the my previous team and julian signed me back so i wanted i felt like i kind of owed it to myself to go and race and try to make something happen and yeah, it just
1: wasn't a wasn't a good good idea.
0: Right, right. But, yeah, you needed to really rest and recover. You know, the head injuries affect everybody differently. Some guys get knocked out, can't remember where the track are, can't remember where the track is, and they race pretty fine, and then they're good to go the next week. And other people, a small little crash, will take them a month to recover. You know, it's it affects yeah, everybody it, different ways.
2: Yeah, it was pretty like weird, honestly. Like obviously, I've hit my head before, and this like I remember everything. Mm-hmm. I like, can. And, like, I, obviously, I woke up the next day, I felt foggy, whatever, and didn't really think much of it. Like I said, I ended up going to that race, and, um, I like, honestly, I, so I drove there, and on the way there, like, I was having super bad, like, panic attacks, like, just, yeah, wow. I've never had anxiety, yeah. like, just yep. anxiety, freaking out. And then, uh, so I ended up, whatever, whatever I did there, road, race, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, so then I ended up coming home, and again, like, on the way home, just full on anxiety, panic attacks, like, just feeling, like, not okay. And wow. I ended up yeah. uh, going to get checked out, and they um, said I had, like, post-concussion syndrome.
1: hmm
2: So, yeah, I dealt with that, shoot, all the way up until, like, October of this, or yeah, October of this last year. So wow. So it was, like, six months or so that yeah. I didn't ride. It didn't do anything, because I was, I was supposed to go race for um, Julian PRMX in Canada. Okay. Yeah, and so then all that happened and I was still trying to figure out what was going on and it uh it didn't really get better for a while and scary. Finally, yeah, yeah, it was. It was super like super strange, honestly, like I've never felt like that before, so it was it like, caught me by like surprise, mm-hmm. off off guard, whatever you wanna say. And I struggled with it for a while and then I went to uh, the functional neurology. There's a few guys that have been there that race motor like Joey Crown and um mm-hmm. Carter Bees. So they kind of helped me get in there, and honestly, since then, like, pretty much changed my whole, my whole whatever outlook. Or oh, okay.
0: So it helped. It. Yeah. 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 It
2: helped a ton. I went there for like a week, uh, just a week long, like um, they call it. I can't even think of the word, but um, yeah, they have like a week long pro program that that you do, and it, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it changed my whole pretty much like I don't want to say life, but okay, from what I was dealing from what I was dealing with at the time to now, yep. like, it changed my whole whatever like at the time i was like man i don't even know if i'm gonna be able to race again like i don't feel okay you know
1: right right so
2: yeah since then like since i went there i think i i went there and i took two more two or three more months off after that and uh like just doing their their they like i they're called like workouts they mm-hmm. would say and, yeah yeah um, doing their stuff like every day for three months and yeah been uh been solid since so
0: uh, I mentioned PRMX, and uh, again, Julian uh, runs a good program there. Cade's back there. You're back there. Yoder is – Yoder, I did one of these with him. He was going to quit the sport, you know, kind of give it one last try, and he's been crushing it. Um, yeah, it's 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 been really good, I guess. You guys are based out of south of the border. Do you feel like the ball's rolling for everybody on the team and everybody's gelling and everybody's kind of helping everybody and, and happy for everybody's success?
2: Yeah, definitely. I mean, we have uh, Marquette as well. Like, Yeah, why did I forget Marquette? Right, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah I, I feel like everybody gets along super well, and, and Julian as well, like mm-hmm. doing everything you can to make sure everyone's happy too. Like I feel like that's a big part. And, and uh, I don't want to say it goes unnoticed, but I feel like some people don't see like some – some of the work he does as well and
1: mm-hmm. the mechanics.
2: I mean, everybody, like, everybody's putting in the work. and Yeah. I, I feel like it's showing. Like, I mean, when there's four guys in the main event, it's like there's not many um, teams to really have that happen. So
0: mm-hmm. uh,
2: it's pretty cool to see for
1: sure.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Marquez's been got, even when Marquez didn't make mains, he was up front leading laps for a lo- long time, you know? Um, yeah. And then Cade has been doing great things for you, too. Uh, it's really cool to see. Yeah, awesome. And so. Do you are you gonna go to Canada this summer? Is that the plan? What do you want what are you doing this summer?
2: Um, to be honest, no or, well no, I'm not going to Canada. Okay. Let's start with that. And then uh I think I'm not this isn't hundred mm-hmm. percent sure yet. I've been talking to a few people, but my plan right now is to go race M X G P in the next two class. No way. Wow. Yeah okay. after um after Salt Lake. Yep. So yep.
0: Well let's, um, wh- wh- it's not a
2: it's not a hundred percent thing yet, but
0: Awesome. Um yeah, hey.
2: I've been talking to to a few guys up there and just trying to make it happen now and
0: who hooked that up for you? Know. How did that come together?
2: I'm, um oh, I don't know if I can really say. Okay, but all just, right, okay,
0: never mind. Yeah. yeah I, don't I, want...
2: don't, I I don't want to say nothing okay. too early, you know, sure. and then it not happen yeah, and then yeah. it come back, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um just I know so I know a few people, um Oh, that cool. Put in a good word for me and right. it worked out.
0: Chambers has been doing pretty good, you know. Uh I've been happy with his results too, uh in an MX two, so that's good for him. Uh it would be awesome if it happens, man, Devin. That'd be cool. We can uh, we can have somebody yeah. to cheer for, you know. Yeah, I was stoked to
2: like because they were honestly they were supposed to call me last week mm-hmm. um before Denver and never heard anything. So I was kinda like, Oh I gotta start figuring something else out, you know? Yep. And then uh, yesterday they, they gave me a call, and we spoke for a little bit. And, yeah, so.
0: Oh, good. Well, let's. Uh, let's like I'll, I said,
2: it's not a done deal yet. Right. But that's that's my plan as of now is hopefully get over there. so
0: Awesome. So you're from North Carolina. The first time I ever heard of you, you're riding for 3D Racing, right? Bill Dill on a Yamaha. Um, and that's the first time I ever saw this Simonson kid out there laying down some laps. How did that come together for you? How did that ride all work out?
1: um
2: So. I rode for Supercross in Julian. Or rode Supercross for Julian in 2021 mm-hmm. PRMX. Um, I had some good results with them. Like I, had a, I mean, obviously, as you can say, the field was depleted or whatever. But to me, you have to be there to to get the results. So um, I, I think I I had like the best finish of an eight that year in the main event. Yep. I got a third in the heat race. Whatever. Oh wait, so, so you that's...
0: didn't do Bill Dill the summer before? That wasn't that year. Um. Or, no, well, it oh. was
2: so. Twenty twenty one, I raced Supercross for Julian, and then uh in that summer,
0: oh, um, okay, I was going, Julian went to, I got it flipped then. Sorry, yeah, I got it flipped. I thought you rode Nationals for Bill, and that got you the PRMX ride. Got it. so okay.
1: well, now,
2: um, so yeah, so I raced for Julian twenty twenty one Supercross. Yeah, supercross only. Yeah, um, and then he went to Canada for the summer, and Bill called me. I think it was uh, like a week before Bud's Creek. Mm-hmm. He was, hey, man, like. I see like have you done supercross and you know i got a bike and i'll be there if you want to go racing and uh super cool guy like like super down to earth yeah like, he was one of the best best people in the industry i've probably met
0: mm-hmm.
2: um so yeah i went and raced buds creek for him without ever practicing the bike
0: <laughs> i just um, showed up <laughs>
2: yeah i just showed up and i showed up in my mom's car just yeah raced that day drove home and then uh uh, yeah, so then it kind of took off from there. We ended up doing Ironman the next weekend, um, and then did the last two California rounds. And then, uh, yeah, I raced Supercross Forum the beginning of last year.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and then, unfortunately, I think everybody kind of knows what happened with that uh, with him and
0: yeah, unfortunately
2: yeah. passed away, which was pretty pretty terrible. I hated to see that kind of
0: yeah. He kind of got he bit, he but... he's helped so many guys over the years, and you know, it's a small little team that could and and. Bill did a great job for a long time for a lot of racers. And, uh, yeah, bummer. Bummer to see that. Uh, I know the team went on a little bit longer, you know, with his, uh, his daughter, I believe, running it. But, um, yeah, Bill Bill was there for a lot of guys. So, you know.
2: Yeah. I mean, he and he killed it. Like, anything I ever needed, anything I wanted, like, mm-hmm. I got you. Like, I got it. I got it, man. Yeah, like, yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? And Yeah, and then I, I still rode uh, – Few rounds of Supercross with them, like you said, with the daughter, and it just doesn't just wasn't working out for me. Yep. Um, nothing bad to say. Like I, I enjoyed my time there, I really did. And then uh, yeah, I ended up back with Julian. And then uh, that same week, like my first couple of days on the bike is when I had that crash, that okay, little head injury thing. And then um, yeah, I was gonna gonna take a few months off and still try to go to Canada and race, and just
1: wasn't feeling good enough for it, so.
0: So one of the things – by the way, Devin Simonson here on the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life. One of the things – so I remember asking someone – I'm not going to tell this person who – I'm not going to tell you who this person was. But I remember asking somebody about you because I didn't know anything about you. And I know you you set some – because Pulp Fantasy, right? You set some huh. good qualifying times here and there and wouldn't make the main or wouldn't do that well in the main or whatever. And I remember asking somebody and they were like, "Dad, yeah, dude, the kid doesn't take it that seriously. He doesn't work. That, this is a few years ago. He doesn't work that hard. You know, he's super talented, but, you know, he kind of just doesn't take it that seriously. Um, do you agree with that? I could probably
2: guess who said that. Uh, <laughs> who? Uh, it has to be the 68.
0: <laughs> That's exactly right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, but, yeah. I mean, he wasn't a jerk about it. He just was like, dude, the kid's fast. He just doesn't. No. He doesn't take it seriously. And, and so you would agree with that, or is that, should we just tell Katie's an idiot?
2: Ah, uh, man, I, like, I would say I take it seriously. Like, I'm out there every day doing my motos, like, doing pretty much everything that I'm well, i don't mean to now. Do, you know? I don't
0: mean now. I meant a few years ago when you turned. Yeah. Yeah. I
2: mean, yes and no. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to lie. I probably didn't take it as serious as I should have, mm-hmm. maybe. But again, I was 18, 17, 18, like. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. Uh, I I was still doing like I trained at uh, Club MX for that for that first year, twenty twenty one. That's when I first met Cade, and like I was still there every day doing the motos Mm -hmm. in the gym. But I, like, yeah, I mean, he probably somewhat right. But
0: well, I was just saying, like, did you from a couple years ago? Did you do you feel you're taking it a little more? You're still more serious this year. You're a little more buckled down. Let's say, I mean, your results are better, right? I don't know. Do you feel like you have taken it a little? You know differently this year
2: oh uh, honestly like yes yes and no like okay. i said like yep. i'm not i'm not saying i'm not serious about it and i don't like and even in 2021 like i was i was serious like i wanted to do good you know yeah and i i feel like i i mean an eighth in my first or i think it was my third ever supercross race fourth ever supercross race
0: yeah uh,
1: you
0: mean, don't luck, was, you don't luck into was, an eighth you know yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Like, right and i mean i, I rode pretty good and um so like i feel like i took a serious then too maybe okay. not the whole thing um and then i feel like the main part for this year is just having a, a solid program to follow every day
1: yeah yeah like yep.
2: in the past maybe you know i was trying to do my not my own thing but like i don't know i yeah just, yeah. just having a solid program to follow every day and the, yeah just pretty much all i'd give it to like craig reese or are just on the bike and off the bike trainer mm-hmm. julian had hired him at the beginning of this year and I feel like it's uh, it's working pretty good, but, yeah, like, I I feel like I take it just as serious now as I did then, like, okay. honestly, I don't really...
0: Sure. Yeah, no, that's fine. Uh, Kate's an idiot. We'll just, yeah, we'll just keep it <laughs> uh, no, I, no, I get it, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know, like, I mean, there might have been a few days I missed Jim here and there, but right. everybody has their own thing going on, you know, you don't really know, unless you know them, like, pretty personal, so... Yeah, it's no. hard to say as well. You know,
0: no, no, absolutely for sure, right? Yeah, nobody's around you all the time. What is the so you mentioned club and you mentioned South of the Border? What's the pros and cons of each of those? Uh, you know, from what I know of club, I went and visited it. it you know, Brandon's pretty hands on with the pro group of guys, and, and you know, if you pay him, you know, he's working with you. others. A B, there's an A group, there's a B group, blah blah blah. Uh, and what's the difference with South of the Border, or you know, what's the pros and cons of those two facilities in your eyes?
2: um i mean they're pretty similar like i i just enjoy being at sob it's a little more homey to me yeah um I, I like the people here i I just enjoy being here overall not saying i didn't enjoy my time at club by no means like i enjoyed being there as well and um i think the biggest thing that they have over here is just the amount of riders riding supercross there okay um i feel like we were there at south of border. they're all we're all trying to do better and get some more people here that that race and ride supercross but i feel like their uh club has a pretty established like um um what are you like pro pro group or or whatever you call it and yep um, i feel like that's the main thing is just having those guys to ride with every day
1: Mm -hmm. okay but
2: even even, uh like even this year when when everybody was riding you know people there's been a few injuries like kate had his injury and marquette's had had a few things even i mean i I crashed my third day on supercross and missed like a month. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Like even when when everybody was riding here, like the whole team, like it was really good. Like we were we were uh, going hard at it, so it was it was cool.
0: Nice, good to hear. Uh, by the way, for over twenty years, uh, Namir has been pushing the limits of value and reliability in the world of engine components. Whether you're restoring your '80s bike, rebuilding your 450 motor for a1, Namir has what you need. Featuring a full line of cast and forged pistons, connecting rods, gasset kits, and more. Uh, follow the Navira Invictus Speed Crew one more race for those guys and uh, they got more exciting stuff coming for 2023 follow them on social media for some cool giveaways um you you're from North Carolina what uh just were you have you been based there the whole time did you head to Florida and race down and ride down there when you were a kid or did you just basically stay around North Carolina your whole time
2: uh yeah pretty much just north south carolina yep. um okay. when i was like 12 13 um our parents were pretty much like yeah if we're gonna if you're gonna race like we're gonna do it right so you can ride all year and uh, i was pretty fortunate for them still am fortunate to have them Mm -hmm. behind me like they've been behind me 100 percent all the way and yeah like i said when i was like 12 um they pretty much we lived in indiana at the time and
0: oh you're from there originally you're from indiana okay um,
2: yeah Terre Haute, Indiana, like forty-five oh, yeah, yeah. minutes outside Indianapolis. Yep,
0: Terre Haute's on the yeah, border, well, I think. There's a massive truck stop in Terre Haute on the freeway, I think.
2: Yeah, probably. So yeah. I haven't, I don't <laughs> ever really get to spend too much time there now, yeah. since other uh, than when Supercross is, is there, and um I have a lot of family, so it's cool. Anyways, when Supercross goes there, but yeah, yeah, when I was when I was like twelve, um they're like, yeah, if you're gonna race, like we're gonna do it right, so you can ride all year and, and take it pretty serious, and wow. Um, yeah so i was i was super fortunate for them and luckily they also they both had jobs that they could kind of relocate with
1: and
0: mm-hmm.
2: so yeah we moved down south and i've been here pretty much since
0: so. okay wow that's a, i didn't know that i thought you were just born and raised a Carolinan, but no you're indiana indy you're an indiana guy um yeah
2: well i was actually i was born in iowa but okay. i don't even I don't really consider that because sure. I don't even remember living there. I moved to Indiana when I was pretty young, yeah. so
0: don't let Brayton say, don't let yeah. Brayton know that he'll claim you. He'll claim you as an Iowa yeah. guy. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> um, so what group of amateurs were you in with? Who was who were you racing Loretta's with and all that?
2: Um, like Shimoda, um, Jarrett Fry.
0: Okay.
2: Um, I'm trying to think of the other like Swole, um
0: That group of guys. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Pierce Brown thrasher
0: isn't it crazy that fry fry's just done like a year at star a year on um whatever honda team that was that he was on and then done just nuts i had a i had industry guy tell me that he was going to be the next big big thing jared fry and i'm like okay cool like i don't know anything about amateurs and then dude that's it just you know crazy
2: yeah i mean he was Obviously he's he was really good as an amateur and even even when he was pro like I'm not taking anything away from him cause no he had probably, some top
0: tens yeah yeah
2: yeah yeah so um but I just remember like watching him on super minis at Loretta's I think he might have went like six for six or close to it yeah and I was like this
1: kid like he's <laughs>
2: on, yeah, he's on one you know what I mean yeah and he ended up signing with Star the next year and then like one one Loretta's won everything at Mini O's and I was like damn like this kid you know what I mean
1: yeah
0: like, yeah.
2: Yeah, it's kind of crazy to see like, like where his path has went.
0: Yeah, Uh, yeah, I haven't heard anything about it. Me neither, man. It just goes to show you, right? Like, it just goes to show everybody that amateur stuff's important, but it by no means does it indicate where you're going to be as a pro. You know?
2: Yeah, at all. Um, And and like I said, like you're you're pretty big in Supercross, but like I could, you know what I mean? You don't know many amateurs. Like it just goes to show, like they're two completely different things you know what i mean
0: yeah people live and die by the amateur stuff and the future's results and it's like dude nobody cares nobody's gonna care in six months do you know what i mean yeah Yeah. i
2: remember uh, my good buddy luke bees he went pro like a year or two before me and Uh he was like he that's kind of what he was telling like me even like right before i went pro he's like dude like it's it's crazy like it's a whole new like set of people like to, to try to like Get, they get their eyes on you, or whatever you want to say, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of at the time. I was kind of like, yeah, whatever, you know. And then <laughs> yeah. then I, I raced a few races.
1: I like, yeah, need you right? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, nope. you know,
0: <laughs> nobody cares about your Loretta's results or how you did or what rides you have. It's all just like I'm trying to beat your yeah. ass, you know, in on this race right now. So yeah. that's really how it goes. So all in all, you got to be happy with this year. Like, if, you, if you're going to do 450s again this weekend, I assume. Let's try to. I don't see any reason why you can't make this thing four in a row. Um and maybe, maybe devin, maybe you 're just a four hundred fifty guy like for twenty twenty four and on like i don 't know you know obviously we 'll see what you do and you know, if this Europe thing comes together, but I would imagine Julian will want you back, or maybe another team will will see your results, but do you think you said good farewell to two fifty class
2: ah oh, man i i don 't know honestly like mm-hmm. i still want I still feel like I have some good results in the young two fifty like I just got to find the right program and and like i said nothing against julian and them like they mm-hmm. they're 250 250 is awesome but it just like i i struggled on it and um so i i was talking to my dad and stuff and my parents and they were like yeah like no matter what i think we should do you should do all 17 next year whether it's um like 450 on, on yep. east coast or yep. whatever 50 yep. on west or vice versa like, sure so no matter what, I think I'm going to do all 17 mm-hmm. if I'm able to, because um, that's just the more racing, especially for me, is is only going to make me better. So I don't think, uh, yeah, I don't think I'm going to be solely 250, but I'm not sure if I'm going to be solely 450 either.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, that'd be interesting to see. Yeah, I think you'll have you know with your riding and um, and open some eyes in that team and everything else. I think you'll have a few people to to talk to and and you know figure everything out. So that's good good spot for you to be in.
2: Yeah, I mean that's always the uh, the goal, so hopefully it uh, hopefully it happens and
0: Um you know. also apologize to your mom for your haircut. Just tell her, you know yeah. sorry. But Hey, yeah.
2: honestly she was like she was about it. Oh she, she was? was <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Both of my parents were about it. Like they weren't even my nice. dad's been telling me how she cut my hair since Good literally it's, since twenty fifteen. He's
1: like
0: Okay
1: hey, <laughs> He'll
2: be like, You look gay, you know. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You look like a girl. I'm like, dude, come on. Man. Yeah, like, no,
0: I <laughs> like it. Good. Yeah, yeah, And uh yeah.
2: He, he struggles to keep his hair on, so I always like, oh, you're just jealous. Yeah, you, know? <laughs> you, just,
0: you just wish you had hair, old man. Um, yeah. yeah, that's funny. Uh, thanks for the time, man. I appreciate it. Uh, good sport. Let me cut your hair. Uh, good job this season. You're opening some eyes, you're riding really well. It's uh, it's cool to see for you and your team. And uh, yeah, man, thanks for doing this. Appreciate it, Devin. Yeah, thanks for
2: having me on. I appreciate
0: it. All right. Talk to you, man. All right, sounds good. Thanks for listening to the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension and Privateer Island Life. That was Simonson. Let's talk to the big winner, Josh Cartwright, shall we? Next up on the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life, a gentleman who uh, had a busy weekend. He won the LCQ Challenge. He did, took part in our live show Friday night, then got a season-best 12th in, uh, in Denver, and uh, looking for the top 20 maybe in points this weekend at the final round. Josh Cartwright, what's up, man? How are you?
3: What's up, man? Thanks for having me on again.
0: No, thank you. Uh, great weekend for you. Just all around great weekend.
3: dude it was just an awesome weekend i mean from winning the money thanks to you and going p12 i say it it was a hell of a weekend
0: the only way it could have got better is it's going to be tough you'll jump justin cooper for top 20 but you got freddie ahead of you justin moran's harlan uh it's going to be tough for you to get that Feld money for top 20 in points other than that uh it's it's perfect yeah
3: Yep. Uh, I mean, I like that was that's going to be the icing on the cake. Yeah. Like if I could get that, it's I've we've done some math, we've done some things because I'm going to pass Cooper. We're going to pass Cooper in it um, in the points. I have to beat uh, Norin by like three positions. Yeah. If I if I don't, yeah, I'll get twenty first. He'll get twentieth.
0: Yeah, yep. It'll uh, it'll be tough to do, but uh, let's 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 see what. I'm I know I'm gonna look with everything. If everybody's hurt and everything that's going on in the series, that's what I'm gonna be watching closely. Is that battle? So, because um, <laughs> I know how much money's at stake for you guys. Um, so looks like we're, we added the numbers up with the with the prop stuff. You're gonna get over thirty k from uh, from this race. That's uh, that's pretty awesome. Uh, pretty great that everybody stepped up for this raffle. Uh, yeah, congrats, man! Thirty k. What are you gonna do with it? Do you have any plans?
3: Um, right now, so I'm actually getting my garage done. Uh, right now, uh, that was gonna be in the works anyways. Just mm-hmm. getting it all kind of like uh, nice floors and all that, and like nice cabinets. But I think I'm just gonna save it, invest it, and do be smart with it.
0: Yeah, yeah, that, that's probably not a bad idea. I, I love the fact, like in years past, Cade used his winnings to um uh, get a membership at club, right? And uh, <laughs> yeah. Moran's built a supercross track. Uh, With his stuff. So I always like to hear what these guys do. With the with the money, with what you guys do with the money, you know, and saving it is is uh, is fine. Also, by the way, but uh, yeah, it's, it's cool to see. It. It's just cool to see it help people. That's all, you know.
3: Uh, oh yeah, like, I mean, this helps unbelievably because we can we can put it towards even our stuff for next year. We can t- put it towards the truck, and yep. I mean, even doing the garage is doing the garage is quite a bit of money. So it's definitely gonna help on that.
0: Uh, so Freddie passes you uh, early in the main, and you know, I, I'm I picked Freddie for the win, so I was like, oh, I think you will hold it together. Of course, Freddie went Freddie, unfortunately. Uh, He crashes. You grab the lead back. And, dude, really rather uneventful from there. I'm sure you were just telling yourself, uh, hey, just do the laps, you know, 10 minutes plus a lap. Hit your marks. All that that cliche stuff. But really, like, kind of uneventful for you. You just rode away
3: yeah um yeah at the beginning uh because i got it i was about fourth or fifth at the beginning and uh yeah freddie was on a rampage to get to the front (laughs) early like he was just like we actually hit a little bit and i was like yo it's it's only two minutes in let's get to the front first (laughs) and and, uh so he kind of got there quicker than i did and then we got into one and two and then we did a lap together and i'm like all right in my head i was literally just like all right we're we're good. Like, let's just, let's just follow Freddie. If the pass comes, the pass comes. If it doesn't, it doesn't like yeah. second is still yeah. a buttload of yeah. money. So like, uh, and then that happened. And then when I got the lead, I was like, shit. Okay. Now I kind of got to not making mistakes. And that track is a very like hit your marks. Don't do anything stupid and you'll be fine. And every lap I, my mechanic just Miles just kept putting, Plus two, plus three, plus yep. five, plus six, and they yeah. put plus eight. I'm like, Dude, I'm eight <laughs> seconds ahead.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it, it, so, it yeah, it, yeah it, it's it was uh it looked a little greasy in the beginning too, right?
3: Um a not, little not too bit bad. in okay. practice. Not too bad. It was because they actually brought in a lot of sand for this year.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, they they told me that. Yeah, Ross told me that uh, that they did that. So um so uh let me ask you this. I obviously like Starling was in on Monday night, and we on the show, and he's he's just like, look, no, no more wild cards. You know, you were a wild card. Chiz was a wild card. Brees was a wild card, right? Cade was a wild. Well, Cade wasn't a wild card, but he's a replacement for John Short. And and it, yeah, and like I, my comeback was well, Chiz and Brees started back row, and then it was six minutes, and they still smoked everybody. And Cartwright had the twentieth gate pick. Um, you know, like I, I, I don't know what to do. Like I, I get it, what they're saying, but you know, you're you, you are a privateer. You're outside the top twenty. Um, and you did handle this race rather easily. But, dude, you had 20th gate pick. So a uh, good job on that. I, I don't know. I just I'm not exactly sure, you know, where the some of the people saying no wild cards uh, are coming from.
3: Yeah, I mean, I get it. Um, it kind of it's and it's hard to put it in your like it you put it like, where you're at because you want to pick some riders that are fast you want to pick some riders that are like that need the help and stuff like that because for me yeah i was i probably i probably if you looked at the points i probably had like i was probably in like 24th place or something like that in the points i had some points but i get where they're all coming from because a lot of the guys they each each year uh, the wild cards have won it yeah and just kind of maybe just even what uh, i think what starling said on the show just go down the list like if if they can't make it, just yeah. put ni- put 18th in, put 19th in, and kind of go like that. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure the guys that are getting fifth, sixth are pissed that like me and Cade took the money home.
0: Yeah, but but neither one of you are, like Harlan and Morans were never going to be in it. Starling wasn't going to be in it, right? As wildcards, because I figured they're in the top 20, right? So there's felt. Yeah, but that's sort of where I drew the line. Like, if you're in the top 20, you're getting felled money, and you know you're you, that's a great work. So. I, I that was also part of my thinking of wild cards. Like I know Benny and Harlan were like, We're privateers, but I'm like, that that doesn't matter. You're in the top twenty. You're you're killing it. You're having great seasons. And so that's where yeah, I came exactly. from with you and Cade. We're like, they're not in the top twenty. So you know, and, and Yeah, I mean and I think yeah. that's
3: a good way to look at it and good way to like pick because like it's funny because I was even gonna say something to you in I think New York. I was gonna be like, Oh, how about you just do if you're in top 20, you can't get in. And then I started thinking, I'm like, shit, what if I'm in top 20 come, <laughs> well, de- come Denver? And, I wouldn't uh, have put you
0: in. But, I, I wouldn't have. Like, I, I I would have been like, hey, man, you know, you're, I didn't think you were going to make it. So I didn't even, yeah. when I when I told you you were a wild card, I'm like, I don't think he's going to be top 20, so.
3: Yeah, so but it um but yeah I do kind of I get where they're coming from, but I get where you're coming from too because you want to have like some uh some haywire uh, craziness. But I think like what your idea was too when I was listening to the show like the bracket racing, I yeah. think that'd be sick.
0: Or or JT had a great idea. I claimed it as my own. But five minutes, uh, gate drop, five minute race, and then checkers invert the field, single file staggered start uh uh for the next five minutes.
3: Yep I, yep, I remember that one, too. Yep. I texted Starling when I heard that, and I yep. was like, that sounds
0: fun. Right, so that way you do have some chaos. But, yeah, I think – and I mentioned this to And I think, like, okay, obviously you were gone, eight seconds, you know, check, have a nice lead. And, by the way, Cade wrote fantastic. He he came from yep, way back. he did. Um, but I think a lot of you guys were like, hey, man, we're making good money. I'm in sixth, you're in seventh, I'm in eighth, you're in ninth. Let's just calm down and, and get the money. I think that that – So in the LCQ, you're all trying to get the fourth. It's basically like fourth or bust, right? Uh, And in in my race, I think it's more like, hey, man, we all got money. Uh, Let's just calm down. Do you think that was part of it?
3: A hundred percent. I think that's yeah. a, that's, I think that's it. Like I even went into the race thinking that Like, okay, okay, I, went, yeah, like right. I wasn't even nervous going into the race because obviously I want to win, but I'm like, dude, even if I go home, like even if I get six, I'm still going home with like seven grand. Yeah. So like, I wasn't like, but so you almost need to like put something into the race, be like, Hey, to get your money, you have to take out one person <laughs> or something.
0: <laughs> Can you imagine? I, the thing oh, is, be chaos. the thing is, and somebody said like, hey, cut it off at 10th and watch the chaos, but I want all you guys to get money. Like I think I, you know, I want to, I, the, the race idea is rewarding the guys that go to 17 races and don't make mains. That is a general idea of the race. And for me to make a top 10 cut off, then like Nagy and Kozad and, you know, and Preston Taylor and these guys, like it sucks, man. They, you know, I want to, I want to give them money. So I'm not going to do that, but. But yeah, yeah. It,
3: no, it, you can't do that because then there'd be no point for them to even come.
0: No, yeah, race. right, right. Then they're, or they're just going to pull off or not try or whatever, right? So, yeah. um, um, you did win the Atlas Brace prop. Or, or, I don't know if there was one or not, but you won FXR Our prop.
3: FXR prop, and then Courtney Lloyd.
0: Yeah, awesome. Yeah, the yeah, leader of the funny, seventh me and Courtney
3: lap. Lloyd are really good friends too. I texted oh. her and I was like, "You owe me money."
0: Ah, no, she <laughs> paid me, so we're we're paying you. Uh, com- awesome. that one comes from us. FXR comes from them though. So hit them up. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, the live stream worked really well. I think people were stoked on that. Did you hear from, from fans that uh, like the FXR live stream?
3: Yeah, everything. Uh, a lot of people watched it live and they all said it was really good. They verb and all of them did really well.
0: You, you got, I, I, somebody screenshot a photo. You went long on that rhythm after the right. <laughs> and dude, you were like almost over the bars. I don't know what lap that dude. was or when that was, but Oh wow. That was close.
3: Yeah, that scared me because like that triple was just really easy. It's mm-hmm. kind of the one that Freddie messed up on. He yep. said he overjumped it, and that's what made him go left. Uh-huh. And I just, I just overjumped it, and I remember like just looking at my tank, and I'm like, this is not going to be good. I, I had flashbacks <laughs> to like I don't know if you remember Phoenix in 2020 when I looped out
0: in uh, 2020.
3: There, it just had flashbacks oh, yes. to that.
0: Yes, yeah, you, you know? went, you went, you went short and then long and then over, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: But so, yeah, it, that luckily, yeah, Cade snapped or Kate uh, screenshot it and sent it to the group chat and said, "You're winner,
1: everyone."
3: <laughs> and it's just me facing <laughs> the freaking bars. Yeah,
0: <laughs> no, I know that was uh, that was gnarly. Uh, Josh Carr, right here on the uh, Privateer Show. I want to thank the folks from Seat Concepts. They're proudly handmade and developed in the USA by true motorcycle enthusiasts. Seat Concepts offers a wide variety of seat options, from stylus replacement covers to complete seats, as well as various height and width profiles. X twenty-three at SeatConcepts.com. Whether you're hitting the motocross track or gearing up for a trek across the country, Seat Concepts has something for you. Uh, all sorts of motorcycles, seats on their website. Uh, seatconcepts.com. Code is Pulpamex 23 And again, thank you to Namira, Roost, Firepower, Zools, and um, uh, um, Firepower as well. Oh, I'm sorry. Maxis. Um, I was getting it. So you mentioned, Cartwright, that you weren't really um, nervous at all because you just were like, hey, I'm going to take it easy, make some money. Like whatever you do, you do. But I got a sense, and, and no, maybe not just with you, but I got a sense that a lot of guys were a little nervous. Though, like when I was kind of watching and staging, and I, I got a sense it, it was a little tight for for you. I mean, most of you Islander guys keep it loose, right? Like it's 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 yeah. fun times, and I got a sense of everybody being a little nervous. And maybe not you, but everybody else. Did you did you sense that, or did, did anybody tell you that?
3: Yeah, um, I like one of the riders that I won't call him out on, but like yeah. he, his his mechanic was like, "Yo, like he's nervous, like he's in his head." I'm like, "Dude, like <laughs> tell him to get out of his head." It's he's going home with some cash, no yeah. matter what. Yeah, like, but I get it because they finally do. We finally have a chance to make that buku money. Yeah, like I mean, I, I think like if someone was joking, I think I made more money than all the people that that raced. It. Obviously, not the start like the factory guys getting their bonuses but even from film like i made more money than them
0: oh yeah yeah the winner gets 15 i think and you got 30 so 15 or 17 yeah so like
3: it's so it's a good time to where they're just all the riders like crap dude even like if even getting 10th like for the guys who normally are like in last in the lcq if they get 10th place in this they Mm -hmm. go home with like five six grand
0: yeah 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 i definitely heard a few complaints about you being in it and same with cade but yeah, man, it's never gonna be perfect. Not everybody can get in. Like, there, you know, I, I think that making Brees and Chiz start from the second row was a good idea in theory. It didn't work out, and like, I don't know, man. Like, I, I get Cade ripped through the pack to get second, and you took off with it. But I don't know. It's, it's like I can't win. I can't win no matter what I do, right? Like, there's always gonna be some people complaining. So I just kind of do what I want. That's, that's how I look yeah. at it. Like, I just do pick who I want. Try to be fair. You know, and, and yeah, have a go at it. You know, uh, I mean,
3: it's it's your race. Like, it's you can do whatever the hell you want. That's the bottom line. Like, it's your race. You can do what you want. So, like, you can just tell people, hey, okay, I'll take all this money and go put it on black. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah. yeah. I made I made a joke in the live show about just taking the money and disappearing from the industry. But it's oh, I, I remember it, that. It's, <laughs> it's only one hundred and forty grand. Like, I ain't gonna get me that far. You know. So, yeah,
3: I know. Um, but yeah, I mean, even like for next year, like or whatever year you almost maybe like for the wild card to be like, okay, you riders y'all decide what we should do to make it unfair. Like every wild card maybe has yeah. to start backwards or something like that. Yeah. Be like, okay, how do y'all think it should yeah. be fair? If it, if you have riders like me, again in the race. Like if of course you have riders that normally are in their pace yeah. uh, or or all 250 riders or something like that for the wild cards.
0: Yeah, I definitely like the 250 guys. That's why I went with Yoder and Nice and, and thurry right? They were three of the wild cards cuz yeah, just yeah. kind of good guys and Cade was lobbying me hard for uh uh Nice and Originally, when I picked Simonson, I thought he was going to be on a 250 because that was before he switched, right? When he called in to, about his haircut, mm-hmm. so I thought he was going to be on a 250. So you were the only 450 wild card originally, but nice. <laughs> But people were, like, but people were like, "Hey, man, why Cartwright? He's he's crushing it," and I'm like, "Okay, well, yes, he is, but I like his story with the job and and you know working to working a job and then trying to race and do all that, and then 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 somebody's like dude he doesn't even work full-time he doesn't even work like he, he he rides more than all of us and i'm just like oh god these guys like it's just you know <laughs> like i can't win like i and i, I want to you know like just because you hold a job and we covered this in a previous uh privateer island pod just because you hold a job and you're making money doesn't mean like i think it's admirable what you're doing i think it's cool i think it's impressive and uh, not everybody thought that though cartwright
3: <laughs> yeah hey <laughs> I I don't mind. I'll just sit here and count my money yeah. while uh, they all complain. Yeah, <laughs> I, it is yeah. a it is a full time job. It's just the lucky part of it is it's it and I can take it anywhere. Yeah, that's the beauty of it. Yeah, I can sure. do it at the track if I want to. Yep.
0: Do you do you think the the race and the practice and race on Friday helped you on Saturday? Like, did did you feel like you got you came out Saturday and and had everything down right away and like you know and, and progressed through the night because. That's a big thing in my eyes in Supercross. You can watch the guys in the first practice, who come out swinging, and they get better and better and better because they're not worried about the track. They got it greased. They know exactly what to do, and then they work on corners and sections. and And then by the time the night show hits, they're 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 ready to go. That's that's a big strength. Do you feel like it helped you?
3: Yeah, I think it did, uh, especially at least just for practice. Because I feel like at, with all of us, by third practice, we all have the track down pretty easy.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, But, um, but I I think it really helped for like first and second practice because I went into practice just thinking, it doesn't even matter. Like I, I have the whole track down. There's no need to like push it. There's no need to do anything. I don't have to go get tired or anything. And even on the first practice, the first practice was so bad. Like the track was just so bad. Um, what do you was, why
0: just greasy or like what?
3: Man, it's like all that sand they brought on mm-hmm. it just went away. It was nothing the dirtworks could have done. Like they did everything they could. It's mm-hmm. just the dirt they have to work with there. All the all the sand they brought in for our race, it was just gone. Like it was super muddy, kind of, and like that one line, you know, like that Vegas Anaheim style free practice. Yeah it was like that just a lot, but then it got worked in and then it got back to just its normal Denver, Colorado hard pack. But I think definitely it helped just keeping my uh, riding going and getting the track down. And then, cause a lot of the riders pretty much already rode cause they got press and everything too. Mm-hmm. And um, so the riders that I'm around kind of like those people, Kate already was rode the track. Starling did press. Moran's did press. Like, so right. we all kind of already knew the track going into it.
0: Yeah, okay. All right, interesting. Uh, Josh Cartwright here uh, on the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension. Privateer Island Life, Pulp 23 at zules Let zules help pack your passion, whether it's uh, a, a carry-on bag, whether it's a big gear bag, whatever it is. zules understands the wear and tear your luggage goes through. They're born from an extensive background in the luggage and moto industry. I have some zules bags. They work really, really well. Pulp 23 is a code to save with zules And again, Z-U-L-Z, uh, let zules help pack your passion. What is the plan, Cartwright, for you after uh, after this weekend? What uh, what do you look at for the summer? Like, do you hit some fair races? What do you want to do? A few outdoors or anything? Any, got anything planned?
3: Uh, nothing really planned. I'm uh, just kind of just gonna do what I did last year. Just have some fun. Uh, if I see something I want to do, I'll go do it. Uh, as I told you before, I have that Riviere de Loue race. Um, on the twenty seventh, I think it is of May. Yep. So I'll do that. I'll fly up to Montreal um and ride up there and do the race up there and then after that I kind of just I'll just do have fun at least for for the first like 3 weeks of after that I'll do absolutely nothing.
1: Right right um, <laughs> like
3: just <laughs> yeah, relax yeah. and just chill. But then I might do a couple of GNCCs. Uh there's um the Magna team uh I, I one of the mechanics there Andy Gray he he was a mechanic for me last year on the team and mad parts for one of the rounds. And he said, if you ever want to come do a GNCC to come do it. So cause I used to do those when I was little yep. and I want to go do those again. So just kind of just random stuff. I'd love to do worlds. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't talked to anyone about it, but I think it, I think I haven't because th- so this year I still have to go into work like one day a week. Like right now I'm in office. Like yep. I'm in a, I'm in a cubicle right now. trying to stay away from everyone. So I don't I'd bother them cause I'm on lunchtime right now. But um, I think next year it's going to be for remote. So I won't have to deal with having to mm-hmm. go into the office. So I could probably do worlds next year. So this year I was like, yeah, I'll just worry about it next year. Even though this would have been a great year to talk to teams because my name is out there. Um, but yeah, I just kind of just going to have fun with it pretty much this summer. Just yeah. like I did last year.
0: Your, uh, your parents were at the race. They're super cool. They're super excited about this. So that's cool. Um, yeah. I also, um, it was neat to see how stoked you were. About uh <laughs> about winning, uh, that was awesome. That that like again, I don't I don't get too high or too low emotionally wise. Kiefer can vouch for that, but I was I was really happy that how happy you were. You look genuinely you know really stoked to win. Obviously, it's a lot of money, but I love to see that part. I didn't like you throwing your bike down, but you kind of put it down. You didn't throw it down, but <laughs> so you know yeah, what I
3: mean. So yeah, yeah I, I set it down gently. Yeah, you you
0: did, of. but but I <laughs> dude, you had some real emotion. That was awesome to see. You know.
3: Oh man! I mean, I'm still smiling to this day. Like about how it's like almost has. It's like like, I was in the moment. I was like, "Oh my gosh! Did that just happen? Did this really just happen?" Like, just I can't. I couldn't stop smiling because, especially with us, like privateers, like stuff like that. Like we don't win much. Yeah. Especially like because we don't. We since we've been pro, we don't. If we have a chance to win, it's going to be an LCQ. So, like, this was literally, like, winning the championship of LCQs. Like, it was just, like, oh, my gosh. Like, I get to be on the podium with all these guys. Like, it was back as, like, a kid almost at a – just on the podium at a national. It was unbelievable.
0: Uh, Denver main event Uh, Harlan somehow got ninth I don't know what horse tranquilizer or HGH he was on to get ninth but it, 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 good job great job for Harlan uh, nine yeah. nine for nine for him 10 for Starling A-Rod was ahead of you then you were ahead of Cade it was a nice little battle and and all unexpected like you're like holy shit Harlan's in ninth oh look at Starling Oh, A-Rod's here, you know? Like, it was uh, pretty cool. I mean, obviously, look, a lot of guys are hurt. We get it. But it yeah. was neat to see the unexpected results from all you guys, you th- you four guys. So,
3: Yeah, I mean, it was really cool to, like, start out because we started going out because I had the same thought as you. I was like, yo, know, like, okay, Harlan got in the main, but there's no way he's going to be able to yeah. last 20 minutes with his shoulder. And, like, I got around him because it was Moran's, me and him doing a little battle. And Rand somehow stalled it or his bike turned off in the whoops. Um, so we split him and then I, uh, passed Harlan. So I'm like, okay, cool. I got Harlan. We're good to go. I'll be able to run it in. I think I'm in ninth at that point or tenth. I'm like, I'll, I'll run away from him because he's going to be weak. And then the next corner, he stuffs me. <laughs>
1: and I'm like, okay. <laughs> he came
3: to play. And, uh, then he just turned into normal Grant Harlan and yeah. just kept going fast. and Dude, then crazy. me and Starling had a good little, a uh, little battle. Um, uh, we, he got around me. He stayed He stayed behind me for about five laps or so, and then he got around me, and then I latched onto him pretty much the most of the race. Mm-hmm. And then the last five minutes, he kind of got me. And then I didn't even know A-Rod was that close. I wish I would have known.
0: Oh, he got you late, did he? Yeah. Uh,
3: no, A-Rod was just like a- – because like Starling passed A-Rod at the end. Yeah. And then they told – and like A-Rod or Starling and Grant told me, they're like, did you get A-Rod? And I was like, no, why? Oh. Like, oh, dude, he was falling back. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, oh, I wish yeah. I would have pushed a little bit more.
0: Yeah, I was surprised. Uh, A-Rod himself admitted to me last weekend or the weekend before how out of shape he is. Or not out of shape he is, but he's just – I'm not where I want to be with my physical fitness, you know? Um, And then I'm like, well, shit, look at that. 20 minutes and he's he's 11th. So, you know?
3: Yeah, cuz he's awesome. He's an awesome rider. Like yeah. we all know that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely, right? Um so it's early for your 2024 plans, but do you I mean, look, did you, you know, you rode well. You're crushing it this year. Do you have anything planned, do you think? Like do you see yourself doing the same things? Uh, what do you think for next year? And again, I know it's super early.
3: Yeah, it is super early. Um honestly, I think what I want to do, I'd like to do what I did again this year if Bubba's up for it as long as if Bubba's up for it um he like because I kind of I almost don't even want to be on the team again because I like doing my own thing mm-hmm. yeah. and it gets him some press too like we talked about it a little bit other than go like this was good for both of us got mm-hmm. you press and me press each time we talked um and I'm so if he's willing to do that again I think that I'll do that again and th- this way because last year I built my program in like three weeks yeah. so like i didn't do it so this time i'll have much more time to build it much more time to raise funds and stuff like that and get the helmets and all that because the helmets was really cool to do it i've had a helmet paint every single weekend and then the sponsor gets to keep the helmet ls2 oh, that's, that's a really cool. good thing yeah from, yeah like i've done like i've done like i think like eight helmets or something like that so like is ls2 has really been helping out with that but i think that's what i'm gonna do unless the only way i do go to like an actual team is if like a kind of maybe like a firepower type. uh tier team yeah, would offer sure. me something like yep. s- something with like with salary yep, yep. and just like even B- like Bubba's team is good but we- they offer me salary to do it just because I like to do it in on my own I like having the freedom of being do it what I want with my bike mm-hmm. with my stuff even though I was kind of with him a little bit for help uh, i was still like freedom on my own program
0: listen Bubba was Bubba was claiming you Bubba's claiming you to a lot of people because you're crushing it. So Bubba's like, yeah, yeah, Josh is on our team. But it's like you wear different gear and you have a few different sponsors. But, hey, he's he's taking advantage of it. Yeah,
3: yeah, I mean, I even say, like, I I name off my four main, like, money sponsors, and then he's right there. Like, I tell every time I'm in an interview, I always say Mad Parves Kawasaki because, honestly, I couldn't have done this without Bubba and that whole crew because they have helped out so much.
0: Well, if you want to hear the whole story about Cartwright's uh, job and, and season and everything else, go back a few episodes and listen to that. We did a deep dive maybe, I don't know, early in the Supercross season, but th- this one, this FXR Race Tech pod was more about the LCQ race and, and the 30K and Denver and all of that. Um, thank you, man. Thanks for your time. Congratulations. Um, really, really cool to see, and I'm stoked to, to write you the check. They're, they're probably going out today, the checks are, so um, – Heck yeah, you know, uh, it's really awesome, man. And um, so, congrats, good job. Uh, I'm stoked to to, to for you. Uh, I like your story, like I said, and you were always getting in the race, you know, from early on to me, just because I, yeah, I, I thought that your story's riding well, and then you're you're riding so well. So, um, thanks for the time, man.
3: Uh, yeah, I appreciate. It. I appreciate it coming on. Um, I'm always happy to come on, and uh, just I can't thank yeah, thank you, Steve, for putting that race on. You you help out uh, Privateers more than we all can thank you. It's just unbelievable what you do. And yeah, thanks to even team, uh, the psychic motorsports, my main sponsor, they were there that weekend. It was really cool for them mm-hmm. to see it in person. So it was really cool to see that. And, uh, just everyone, Ronnie Prada, T3 civil mad parts, Chrissy petite, just everyone. Thank you so much. Thank you, Steve. And oh, uh, I'm and, glad we did it.
0: Yeah. And, Oh, and we're trying to get you in studio for the pulp show. We're working on that. Yep. So, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I'm I think down
3: for like this summer.
0: Yeah. This summer, Josh Cartwright will be in studio at some point for sure uh, Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Good luck this weekend if I don't see you, and, uh, and good job. Thanks, man.